The following pendant. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary subject. for the Kingery, season nine, episode eleven. And I've already misplaced the title of the episode. Damn it! <laughs> uh, the title <laughs> is "Might as Well Do Your Worst to Me." Yes, Hi, I'm Pete Milan, and I wrote this episode. Yes, and over here we have, you know, Bruce Busby, my assistant director. Hello, people. All right. We are off to a rolling start here today, kids. I love the word hovering, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's odd that it's not Hebe that's doing that for change. Um, anyway, we're here in uh, Kalox apartment with uh, MCR Garcia as Major and Jack Cock as everybody else. And uh, we, this is right after uh, or right before uh, things start to go pear-shaped for, uh, for the entire Shmoo family. Well, yeah, you know, uh, in case you're just joining us, if so, why? Uh, Kalok has just been reformed with the help of his family, and it doesn't seem to be uh, going as well as we would have hoped. And, and by the way, just just for reference, I like to call him K and the Lockettes. So, okay, just I think it, I think it's a cramp. I love that. I think it's a cramp. What's cramping? I don't. It it made sense when I was writing it. Uh, you know, it's those lame excuses you make to your loved ones when you're not feeling well. Tell me fucking what? What we feared has come to pass. The blending is failing. Kalok is beginning. Yes, the blending has failed. Why does that sound like Starbucks? You said. The unicorn frappuccino you ordered has failed. Please, somebody talk to me. We could fuse with him. I must say, Jack does a, a fine job of differentiating the voices for, for the different locks. Yeah, I do have the uh, this sort of bouncing around from knee lock to J lock to K lock to Moo lock to Pry lock. Um, yeah. Skin grafts. That is a human thing. Right. Not so much Shmoo. Shmoo is a hoot. <laughs> that must have been a good reliever. Or, and this is much more likely, the being you know as Kalok would be gone forever. He could be subsumed into all of us. He could be divided. Or he might change completely. We all might change, not to mention... Short answer, this could be bad. But really, what are the chances of a catastrophic gestalt, really? On this show, I mean, vanishingly large. He would survive and prosper from this treatment. There is a much larger and much more significant chance that Kalok would be absorbed by us, his family. But would he live? Perhaps not as you recognize it, but... Yes, he would live on in each of us. It's life, mage, but not as we know it. Like hell, you will. Kalok? I get a say in this, don't Whose half-life is it, anyway? Exactly. And I say... I need you to live, all right? It's... It's that simple. Please, let us help, Kalok. <laughs> this is why I did not want you to meet my family. Well, just you wait. Until I bring you home to my mom. Oh dear. Mother Major. Oh god. <laughs> this is oh, a risk. I'm gonna have to follow up on that, aren't we? <laughs> has, has Major's Ma ever appeared? I don't believe so, no. No, I don't right. think so. Alright. I think any families of hers has appeared. 
We will need. We mentioned once that uh, she's already, you know, she's already lost her dad, but uh, not uh, not her mom. Do not thank us yet, Majorino. Actually, I think she mentioned at one point, you know, no, don't call me Miss, you know, Mrs. Major, Miss Majorino is my mother. You can call me Major. They're so dramatic. <laughs> and the description is laughing the way you do when one of you is about to have a major operation. Like you do. And meanwhile, in the shenanigans lobby, nothing is happening. So Sox and Asa are reading. It's underpopulated today. <laughs> There's a music festival in the park today. Totally optional. And I just picture, you know, she's sitting in an easy chair. He's behind the desk. Neither one of them's actually looking at each other. Just continuing to read. Just reading, you know, looking through magazines and such. Do you like me? What kind of question is that? Of course I like That's Renee Christine Jones of Socks and Edward Herman as Asa. Yes. Yes, of course. But this recent modification I've made to myself, I'm hardly the same uncomplicated personality I was before its installation. <laughs> Reckon that's true. You do talk like a thesaurus now. It simply seems a more natural sure writing involves thesauruses as well. A more flavorful lexicon. It would for me anyway. Well, the question is... Do you still like me? I don't know. Well, that's like Zen, man. All this dialogue comes from that Simpson episode where uh, we found out that Homer had a crayon up his nose for 20 years and that's why he's so dumb. <laughs> No, it doesn't. That's not true. <laughs> well, it does remind me of the episode where he got really smart. Yeah, that's, yeah, same one. Yeah, I remember if that was the same one. There have been so many of them over the years, they all just kind of run into their own yellow gelatinous blob. Asa is just such a, a wonderful creature. Of <laughs> course. Not to worry, my barba. I believe nine seasons ago he was homeless. No course of drastic action before I have consulted with your good self. Barba? Latin for beard. <laughs> yeah. See you later, socks. Nothing like throwing some Latin in there. <laughs> Doc? He's like she does. Would you be good enough to meet me at the casino? Paid to the SOL offices. Hey, Hebe. The pride is Tiffia, and Jason R. Wallace is Hebe. No, I actually needed to come get you for. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. I love that one. It's not Red Tube. No, really. You certainly are. Come on, let Whoa. Oh, Zara. I was. This is my first time writing Tithia and Hebe as a couple, and I just sort of. What would they be up to? What would what would Hebe? You know, what are his worries? It's a natural progression in their relationship. Oh, sweetie. I was looking at other things too: synthetic skin, new chassis. He is kind of legless at this point, poor son. Okay. 
You and I are going to need to have a long conversation soon. Good use of word, verbiage. Uh, I specifically mm-hmm. didn't say talk. Okay? Okay. Right now, I need you to come with me. We have a meeting to attend. It's a work meeting? Yeah, something like that. Come on. And now we head to that ass, Droid. <laughs> Dad. What? No daddy today? Justin oh, Fife as Papa Arkell. Kristen Days as Sandra. And uh, got a freaking dart in your neck. If you notice uh, in the background, uh, we have, uh, I mentioned in the script that uh, Papa Arkell is listening to the same radio station that Tommy always listens yes. to. And, and that was and a I really, was going to have like this. Well, sorry, that, go ahead. See, so that's a really good dart shot because you could like you could just hear that transit the uh, the auditory spectrum there. Pain in the ass. It's a little sound, but it's a pain in the ass to mix. Pain in the ass, kids. Did you at least bring the hot chick with you, Daddy? <laughs> anyway, Pete, what were you saying? Uh, saying that uh, you know this was originally going to be a longer scene, and I just finally just nah, the hell with it. Just shoot him in the neck with a dart. Yeah, it's our equivalent of yeah, the Cass has been through fight. the ringer already. <laughs> right. <laughs> Justin gave me some great snoring sounds. And speaking of uh, great snoring sounds here, we have Pete here as uh, Jerkel. And Andrew Hackley as Dokken. So how much fun is it for you to play Jerkel? It's, uh, it's okay. It's... You know, so I, I I feel like he's getting a little more uh, more I guess pathetic as as the series goes on. That you know that he's sort of losing control of 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 himself and who he thinks he is. Yeah, he's not sure if he's a butterfly or a crime lord yeah. anymore. A tour guide. Were you talking about drugs? Hey, fuck you, man! You were the one who came on to me. Bullshit. <laughs> Where the fuck are What's really funny is somehow there was some confusion, and Justin also recorded Arkell's lines here. Oh, okay. I need to I need to mix that down just as a hilarious alternate take. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really good. Well, good morning, Mister Arkell. Awkward. Morning. Um, this probably looks kind of bad. Kinda. Zeph, right, Zeph, buddy. We don't need to get upset about this, man. You guys aren't married, huh? It was just a one-time thing. It was just a fuck between friends. No big deal. Matter of fact, why don't you get yourself out of that suit, and I'll give you a real good... Zeph, for Christ's sakes. And that sound effect is in the script. Knock the fuck out. Yes. We have a meeting at the casino. With who? The boss he just beat up? How did you even know to come here? I didn't. I was just checking in on Mr. Arkell before going to find you. Just, uh, I'll explain later. It'll, it's Brian Reed is Zeph. It'll be all right. Just get dressed. What about him? He's fine. So much relationship drama. I don't know how this happened. Of course you don't. Zeph, I, I literally don't know how this And this is your first indication, if you remember the last episode, they seemed like they were pretty in control of themselves as they, uh, they did. ended out uh, episode now, 10. You need to come with me. And okay. now Doc is saying he doesn't remember anything. Whatever. Hmm. 
you better hope I get good news, shitbird. <laughs> so pathetic. Tommy Arkell as Bill Cosby. <laughs> Spaceport, Cinnabons of the future and shit. You don't think you're being a little paranoid? You've got a swearing... Cal, if I'm right, these helmets are the only thing standing between us and... Captain Gray. Tinfoil hats. Yeah, yeah, the helmets sort of get... That's basically what they are. They're basically very advanced tinfoil hats. Tinfoil of the future. I need to talk to him right now, Very body snatchers. We're all in danger. Madeline, you're scaring me. Good. Is it getting hot in here? I found something, Socks. I found... My dad knew he knew all about it. You are in my personal space, Madeline. Personal space. And uh, Alicia plays this so well here. And, and uh, Cal as well. Uh, Chris oh, yeah. Cal. Oh, his, his head starts burning. Cal, it's okay. Listen to me. Listen to my voice. It's okay. They can't get to you. They can't get past the protective lining in the helmet, okay? Just breathe. Can you breathe for me? Trying, trying. Thank you, Reynolds Corporation. I think it's stopping. So that's what's been happening to all these uh, characters uh, off camera or yeah. off mic Interesting. all season long. They've just uh, been doing real bad. Yeah, and lovely working sounds that is too. Oh God, uh, yes. Well, one of one of my triggers is is vomit, so naturally that's in the episode. What do you think happened? Ah, well, things we do. Come on, we're going now. That's that's a, that's a new trigger word for campuses, I guess. <laughs> now, uh, without giving anything away, a little line was sort of edited out in that last scene, wasn't it? Um, wasn't Maddie's last line uh, a little more, uh... I don't know, we're going now? Um, there was a come on, but... Yeah. But there was a thing in there about when it stopped? Um, I mean, just... I mean, it starts letting up after a minute. But other than that, hmm. we're... There's the well helmets work. Yeah, come on, we're going now is the last line. He is and what he has meant to you. Remember our family. Talk about it now. Let the fusing commence. I love you. Okay. Kayla. There's a lot of good low frequency in this. Yes, there is. And and I think uh, I introduced uh, Dave to the wonders of subsonic synthesis. (laughs) <laughs> K-Lock. And uh, this is bad, right? This, this is yeah. bad. <laughs> a gigantic blob raises out of K-Lock's tub. It speaks in a low, wet voice. <laughs> Major gets knocked into the wall. And Blackzilla, by the way. Yes. Fucking kidding me? That was a wonderful take from MSG. 
<laughs> yep. Nice. Picture just stand the camera pulling back as she's standing at this big hole in the walls. We see the city being devastated by a giant kaiju K-lock. Just outraged that this nonsense is happening again. Might as well do your worst <sighs> Oh, that's that's the end already. Oh dear. That's a hell of a place to end it, kids. But uh that just gives you a reason to tune in in a month for the finale, doesn't it? See how this all wraps up. Yep. Sure, it it'll does. be fun, kids. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you to Pete for joining us here, and Bruce, as always, for your fine work. Both of you did amazing work, both on this episode and this season. Thank you very much. If you like what you hear, give us a review on iTunes. We love those; they help us get noticed by people, and in turn, more people listen to us, and we make more episodes. It's the circle of audio. And it moves us all. Indeed. And we'll be back in 30 days for the finale with Jeffrey Bridges. And until then, we'll see you. Bye, children. Kingery theme by Tom Stitzer. All other music by Kevin McLeod. Directed by Dave Morgan. Assistant director, Bruce Busby. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2018 Pendant Productions. The Kingery. Created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, McCaula Eaton, John Hardin and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2018 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>